Welcome, friends and family. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, it means a lot to me, especially to be able to stay in contact and communication with you and be able to share what's happening in my thoughts and emotions and just have um, a space where I'm able to be with you and um, also have some reciprocity and uh, participation by knowing that you guys will always uh, respond or talk talk to me regarding what um, I'm thinking of or going through in my life. So it's, it's really awesome that you guys take the time to um, listen and, and be here for me as well as we will be here for each other. Um, yeah, it's all about trying to make it better for all of us, um, trying to make this world better for ourselves and, of course, for this planet. So um, thank you so much uh, for showing up today. So I wanted to quickly put out a little disclosure <laughs> about what I'm talking um, about today. It's a bit of a sensitive issue, and so I wanted to just make sure that everyone is aware up front of what we'll be talking about in case, um, or what I will be talking about rather, in case um, it's not something you are up for at this moment or you want to... Uh, maybe review it later, or um, maybe it's something you don't want to think about right now. And that's okay, too. So um, today, I'm going to be discussing privilege and gratitude, and specifically my experience um, <clears throat> with recent privilege. I've just been trying to unpack um, how that looks for me. And it's it's drastically changed in the last little while. Um, because of course the uh, change in my own circumstance and change in my geographic location and, um, just being really aware of how that's affecting me. And it's actually been on my mind a lot. So I really wanted to talk about privilege today. Um, so fair warning, it, it can be a little bit sensitive. It's something people don't want to hear and, um, it can be uncomfortable I know some people get angry, upset, um, and then some people it just straight out like prompts um, anger or uh, I know some of the terms people use these days are like diversity fatigue where people are just like tired of diversity and inclusion. They're just tired of, you know, being PC, politically correct. And, you know, that's that's okay too. And, and we'll be talking about that too. Um so, yeah, little fair warning there. If you don't want to participate, then um, this is your opportunity to bail and, and, and turn my voice off. <laughs> um, the second thing I wanted to do before we start um, is, of course, I really want to acknowledge um, my current privilege and just you know, being very aware of how fortunate I am to be in the situation I'm in right now, uh, to be able to explore different communities and explore different people's cultures and, and social um, statues, and also, you know, the the privilege to be able to um, study and talk about this stuff and um, have the means and the resources to 
uh, sustain myself and my life. So I do want to uh, say that I think it, it is important because um, there's a lot of people that don't have that privilege and, you know, um, would like to or just haven't had the opportunity to sit and discuss these things or think about these things because they're on the other side of the spectrum. So I just wanted to make that very clear. Um, So starting off a little bit with just like what privilege is, I think we all uh, sort of know, but it's basically just an unearned um, advantage over other people. And unearned being the optimal keyword, just, you know, this, this privilege given to you automatically because of your color or your race, um, or your nationality in this, in this state. So a little bit of my history, I guess, um, I was always sort of on the, uh, feeling like a little bit on the other side of privilege, um, a lot of the time, just growing up being, you know, first generation immigrant, uh, landing, you know, in Canada as a, as a young child and not speaking the language and, um, you know, having to learn a new language, new culture, new social systems, and, uh, going through life with, you know, immigrant parents and, you know, having to sort of find my way um, through a foreign world and a foreign culture, even though, you know, being part of Canadian society is very privileged um, on its own. um, Definitely notice the difference uh, just being from the other side of the spectrum coming in as an immigrant. And then, of course, those things uh, throughout life you know, continued to present in my life for me. Um, it was really um, prevalent for me when I was like curious about political issues and curious about spiritual issues very young, like very, very young. I've been a Buddhist since I was about 15. So I started questioning a lot of this stuff quite early and um, just seeing like the apathy and the lack of interest and the lack of um, responsibility that people around me had when it came to political issues and and being mindful and thoughtful about the people around them. And I, I used to just think, like, what privilege do these people have that they, you know, they don't even care what's happening in the world, that they, do, they don't even care that there's people dying in third world countries, that are, people are starving, that even the country that I came from, you know, there was so much political turmoil and torture and people had gone missing. And and so I kind of felt this um, privilege quite young um, from, you know, the typical privileged person would be your, you know, middle to upper class white male. And um, that's sort of how it's defined these days. But I mean, it spills over into a lot of other areas because it's in our institutions, it's in our our systems, it's in our social systems, it's in our, um, you know, capitalism, it's in our monopoly of businesses, it's like everywhere, it's in education, it's deeply entrenched in our culture, it's in our religion, it's just very European um, influenced colonization, you could, (laughs) you could say, um, very entrenched in, in all we do in our society. And um, so really feeling like I was always a bit on the other side of the spectrum 
when it came to this stuff. And then feeling like, you know, it really became painfully obvious for me when I chose to just kind of be different and, um, you know, get tattoos and be pierced and decided to, you know, educate myself and also being, you know, a woman, a Latina, uh, a single mom, um, in philosophy in university. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, on top of it all, like being a bit of a hippie punk Buddhist chick, um, you know, I feel like I was a little bit set up for failure and, you know, you may look at that and go, well, at least you had the privilege to study and, and at least you had the privilege to have those options. And that is true. That That is very, very true. And I do acknowledge that. And that's sort of what I'm going to get into next. But I wanted to just give you a history on sort of my original stance on how I felt. However, recently that's really changed. And I'm not diminishing at all my experience or those previous um, moments that I had growing up in my life where, you know, these things... Um, did affect me. They really did. I did notice the difference. Um, But now, you know, now being an adult um, in a different space, different communities, traveling around and um, seeing things from a really macro view, a really macro perspective, the big picture, you know, internationally speaking, nationally speaking, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of privilege in Canada in and of itself. And even though I may have come from a marginalized community of immigrants, and I had a lot of um, things that I had to overcome because of my color or race or gender, um, or circumstance situation, I still can see now um, how incredibly privileged I was. And um, having you know, the ability to sit here with you now and, and be able to sort of openly discuss these things. And that's, you know, really the only reason I wanted to talk about this stuff, because it is so important to have open discussion and have like discourse, conversations, talk about these things, our thoughts, our opinions. Um, It's how we keep things moving and progressive and we keep awareness in the world. And, it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to stay, you know, informed and to stay active in in what's happening around us politically, socially, um, and and worry about our our neighboring countries and neighboring people. So one of the things, like, it's been really weighing on me. So one of the things I I did this week was... um, I sat down and I, I really wanted to take a non-individual view, uh, you know, a more macro view, because, you know, when you start taking an individual view on, on privilege in and of itself, it's, it's, um, it's privilege, <laughs> right? It's, it's you're not thinking about the world around you or the big picture, and specifically, you know, outside of Canada or outside of um, your own social system. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of be very aware of like how I've had some autonomy in assimilating my own life and, and being able to make some choices and decisions on, on how my life was going to play out. And then trying to find empathy for the people around me that I'm seeing daily in in, in my travels um, and how different 
it is the choices that I've made. And I mean, the list is really long, so I'm only going to actually um, highlight a few, but just to kind of give you an idea of what I've been sort of playing with is like, you know, my skin color and my hair color here are actually a privilege because I'm not completely uh, super dark skinned um, compared to some of the people around me in my communities. Um, my education is a privilege. Um, the ability I have, if I wanted to, to be, you know, a rude expat type, you know, foreigner to these people, um, well, that's a unearned privilege for sure, which I see a lot of uh, people doing, um, you know, just exercising power over over these, these poor workers because of their race. Um, you know, my privilege of <laughs> looking sloppy if I want, you know, wearing like whatever I feel like wearing and wearing thrift clothes if I feel like it or flip-flops and not being judged that I'm poor. Um, you know, that that's a, that's a privilege, I think. Being able to, you know, eat out, um, buy transportation to get places, to go see my friends, meet them for coffee or lunch, having, you know, bus fare or Uber fare or whatever like that, that is a privilege a lot of people don't have. Um, you know, having access to an internet, having access to a safe apartment with security where at night I don't have to worry that people are going to rob or steal or hurt me. You know, I have the privilege to donate clothes and money if I want. You know, that's, that's huge. It is a privilege to be able to have good health as well, you know, um, eating well, having organic, having supplements, having vitamins, being able to feed myself. You know, I have the privilege of being my age and looking okay. Um, there's a lot of women my age who don't have that privilege. You know, they don't have access to fitness or yoga or meditation or apps or cell phones or internet or teachers that can give them um, the guidance and support. Like that is, that is also a privilege that I have. You know, when I'm walking down the street and I see it, you know, and, and I see these women my age look at me and I, yeah, I can tell they're judging me like, oh, wow, like, who does she think she is? Like, she, she's probably had some work done or something at her age. Like, no, it's, it's not that I've had work done <laughs> or anything like that. I've had the privilege of being able to work on myself and, and have those means and resources available to me. But it is a privilege, and I do acknowledge that. I do see how if you don't have your own time and you don't have your own resources um, or the technology, this stuff would not be available to you. Um, you know, even now being, like, out there in the world, single and potentially dating, I have the luxury of being selective and not settling and not having to be with someone just out of financial security or, um, you know, support in whatever way you want to look at that, whether it's emotional, spiritual, or financial. I have had the privilege to be able to be self-contained um, in all those areas. That is a privilege, and I do acknowledge that as well. So many things. I mean, like the list just goes on and on. You know, when I when I when I start looking through this stuff, it's just like it's crazy how much privilege we have. Um, 
but I, I guess I wanted to just put this out there and and have us all think a little bit about um, how lucky we really are. And, you know, we're going through this COVID thing and we're going through all these these issues politically um, with everything that's happening with the Indigenous and, and Black communities and gender rights and, you know, the Latinx movement. And there's just, there's so much out there um, where all of us are feeling a little squeezed and it's easy to do, and it's easy to um, feel overwhelmed by all these issues, you know. But I also wanted to kind of challenge us all a little bit and, and uh, put ourselves in the other, you know, side of the spectrum and, and compare ourselves to the world and to other people out there um, that have it far, far worse than us. And, um, you know, just be really grateful, uh, really, really thankful that we have food to eat and we have beds to sleep in and, um, you know, we have safety. Like that. That's huge, you know, that we're not in fear of our lives when we wake up and in fear of our lives when we go to sleep. Like, there's people living in constant trauma and constant fight-flight mode who are always... Um, just trying to survive, just trying to stay alive, and of course, trying to keep their loved ones alive too. So, in switching this whole privilege uh, conversation into one of um, gratitude, you know, and just taking, really taking the time daily to acknowledge how fortunate we are and our privilege and our health and, and, you know, just, just all of it. So I thought today what would be kind of nice to do, um, you know, in closing and thanking, you know, the universe and the infinite and all of our gifts and blessings that we have and carry with us, um, giving gratitude to all these things and the abundance that we have and the prosperity that we have. Um, I'm going to also introduce a mantra-based uh, meditation today. It's, it's going to be with a little bit of music. And the reason I chose the mantra-based meditation um, is because sometimes when we talk about things that can be a little bit um, prompting emotion, um, overwhelming it's it's a good technique to try a different form of meditation we can't always access that ethereal state that ethereal or focus divine focus um, when our emotions are really overwhelming us and mantra based meditations are really excellent for this because they give you something to funnel your energy in and they give you something to funnel your focus in and so the particular one that i have chosen has a bit of a singing to it. Uh, so you have the option to sit and sing along um, with the OM. It's an OM meditation. So all it is is a repeated OM every so often. It's not continuous. Unless, of course, you want it to be. I play with it, so I sometimes feel like OMing quite repeatedly and quickly. And then sometimes I just like to do it slow. And I use this recording as a base, sort of just like to hold the tone, hold the space. And um, we play sometimes in um, 
enchanting with om what's called an ocean om where you know one person can om and then another person oms and then it's kind of like this flow of you can you can basically om whatever you want at any point in time you want so I, I wanted to say that because if you start feeling like maybe you can even hum an om or maybe it's just in your mind's eye that you're feeling this vibration at the back of your throat and in your ears it can come in at any time. It does not have to follow um, the oming from, from the chanting of the voice and the recording. So just wanted to put that out there and, and let you go with that. And if anyone's interested in actually getting a copy of the recording, I would be more than happy to send it to you. But for now, um, we're just going to use it in our, our reflection and quiet time and just sitting with ourselves and sitting with our thoughts here. So I wanted to thank you all very much for listening to my tangents, listening to my rants, <laughs> and uh, for holding space for me as well uh, with what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing in my journeys and my, in my path. So thank you very much. I love you all, and um, we will begin.
And in sealing our practice today, honoring Mother Earth, Father Sky, all of our spirit guides and light circles protecting us. And of course, most importantly, honoring ourselves for showing up today, for knowing when to practice, for acknowledging what we need. Honoring our minds, bodies, and spirits. Namaste.